this is All Things to Bet podcast. I don't know, what are we, season three, episode one, season two, episode seven. <laughs> Did we ever start episode, season three? Season, season two? two, yeah. I think we were like reviewing season two of the original series and then that all went to shit. We're back. We had a, um, what... Was that what, what, when did we even try to come back? February? Yes. And then, <laughs> I don't know what happened. We've had a quite a year though, both of us. Yes, we have. If Keep you talked to us in February and said, guess what, by October of this year, this is what your life is going to look like. I don't think either of us would have been prepared for what was ahead. Not at all. Not Nor at would all. it have been anywhere on my bingo card, so. <laughs> no. I'm in a different room. <laughs> yes. Um, um, it's just Francesca and I today. Well, I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. Just us today. So, uh, y- you know, people were asking us to come back. They really wanted to hear what we had to say because the sneak peek trailer promo for season three dropped last week. I feel like it was two weeks ago at this point. Basically, it was last year. And um, of course, of course, they led with the 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 follow up to the last scene of season two, which was Tina at Beth's doorstep. The Bet and Tina cold open. We we knew that was going to happen, I guess. We did. And here's what I have to say. Showtime, there's a lot of things about you that makes me mad. But this time you're doing it right with the Tibet promo. You are doing it right. You, you figured it out. You figured out what is going to draw your fans in. It's not Danny and Gigi. I'm so sorry to all the genie lovers out there. It's definitely not Sophie and Finley. No. It's not even Tess and Shane. It's not Alice and Tom. It's Tina and Beth. It's always going to be. Whether you love them or you hate them, they're going to draw you back to the show. Yes. <laughs> of course we agree. We love the fact. That's why we're here. Yeah, I mean, and Showtime posting that snippet, it, I think it like, I think we needed it. I think it was getting really dry. We were all really, we were really dying out there. The same, the same two gifts were going around. The same, the same four edits were, were swirling. There From was no the last episode. We've gotten nothing. We've gotten absolutely nothing during this hiatus to hold us over. And the speed at which the creators on Twitter went once that clip was released to add to whatever. I'm assuming that they had some Tina and Bat edits in the queue, right? And they were just waiting for something mm-hmm. to add. But the lightning speed that they put out that that clip with it, I was just impressed. Yeah. Couldn't I can tell you who it was. I'm not like a lot of people on the timeline that are like remember this particular edits with the songs or whatever but like I just remember one of them popping up like I'm pretty sure the same day and to, yeah. to if, you're, if you're one of the people listening I salute you good job good work yeah couldn't be me we appreciate you though we do we appreciate you so much and then a couple of days later Showtime comes out with the Tibet is endgame question mark billboards yes who it's, again, that wasn't on my bingo card for this year. I no. never, ever, ever would have guessed they would have gone to that length. No, like they put up real billboards in Palm Desert in California. 
for Dinosaur. Like that was impressive. And then the best thing to come out of all that was Laurel retweeting them and going, wow, best fans ever, thinking someone Photoshopped it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Laurel, we love you. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. No. You had a wild, wild time with Laurel. <laughs> she went through some shit on Twitter this past year. She did. <laughs> God bless her that she keeps coming back because I don't think I would. <laughs> God bless her. Yeah. I met Laurel. Wait, I met Laurel. So- yes. You <laughs> wait, time out. Since the last time we recorded an episode, you and I have met in person. Yes. We met up in New Jersey slash New York slash Montreal. And we, we never met before and we decided to spend five days straight together. And we survived. We did. It was great. It was really fun. I mean, it's hard to believe it was like seven months ago, but it was a lot of fun. I know. I, we got our ears pierced and mine are still, mine's still not healed. I got a double piercing since then. Yes, you have. Yeah. It's just healing. It's fresh. I, it's just fresh. a week. Yeah, mine healed a little faster than yours because it was just my lobes and not my helix. Yeah. It'll take a long time to heal. Yeah, it's still going. We we it's it's a it's a roller coaster of a ride, but we're still here. My ear is still intact. So yeah, so to key in how the year has gone, Francesca and I went to Montreal to go see Fletcher with Caitlin, and Fletcher canceled the day before the show or this two days before the, the show. The night before we left to go to Montreal. We were sitting in a diner in New York City and Fletcher canceled and you walk back to the table and I'm just like so sad and you're like what's what's wrong and I'm like Fletcher just canceled the concert. It was I mean we again we made it work but the fact that it was March in Montreal and that was when we were traveling it was cold. The snow. We made the most of it and we we did it was a really fun trip. We did say um, above an Airbnb that played back-to-back EDM concerts. Both. It was also above a strip club. It was like a strip club and a club. Like <laughs> It feels like so long ago now. Okay, so we met. We were trying to see Fletcher. She canceled. We came home. We did go to New York a couple of times. We went to mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's family restaurant. We did. We did all the things. We did all the you things. You met Laurel very shortly after that. I did in April. I met Laurel. Yeah. What was that all about? Tell us. That was fun. Um, they did a screening of The Adventure of Two Girls in Love. That's the title, right? Because I always feel like I mix up the words. Yeah, There's too many words right. in the title of the movie. Anyway, they were doing a screening of that um, in Brooklyn. And Laurel was there because it was all- the incredibly true adventure of two girls in See, love. I always forget some words, but we know what movie we're talking about. Um, so Laurel was at the screening of it. And it was for Outfest and it was in Brooklyn and they watched the, we, you know, they played the film at a movie theater. And then afterwards they did a panel type of thing with the producer, the director and writer and Laurel. And it was just really awesome. First of all, it was really great to watch a movie in a room full of other queer women. Um, Cause I think all the jokes hit differently and just like the whole concept of the movie hit differently. I got to go with friends and like, there were some other people from the fandom there and it was really great to like, spend that night with everyone and then afterwards um laurel was just like there and everyone kind of got a chance to meet her and take pictures with her and it was just like a really awesome 
awesome night. She was so sweet. She was so nice. And she took time to talk with everyone. And it was just like a really great evening. She's just so down to earth. Yeah. That's cool. And it wasn't super big, right? Like no, a- it wasn't that big. I mean, there had to be maybe a hundred people there. If that, I mean, the theater was, I mean, yeah, it wasn't that big, but. And I've talked to several different people that were there and it sounds like she did take like dedicated time to talk to each person or group of folks that were there yeah she did I don't know if she really wanted to or if she was just like so overwhelmed she just did it um but she was really sweet about it and like she did take pictures with everyone and then you know eventually she was like all right I gotta go but like no for the most part like it was a very normal meetup with someone who would be like Laurel so it was really great and like she was really sweet about everything and like she really did and like she really enjoyed all our questions and you know I think it was really great that everyone truly kept the questions like towards the movie and about this like the experience with the movie and no one was like rowdy or yelled you know to bet his end game or anything and like was like disrespectful <laughs> everyone like she answered I asked a question and she answered it it was really nice oh man no one approached her with a gun and said <laughs> on the line we need no. to talk about Tibeta's Endgame. <laughs> there were some people there that I'd rather not have seen, but that's a different podcast episode. <laughs> There's some people that took up more of her time that didn't need to. Well, we also know that she had her show in London this summer, which um, many, many, many of us had planned to go, but there's just no way in hell we were forking over the cash to make it happen. No. Crazy expensive flights to London. It was so hot there. I mean, even mm-hmm. in the summers we had, but so hot, I wouldn't have survived. I'd have died there. Um, <laughs> it's just, I, don't I mean, it's the truth. I would not have, I would not have gone well. No. no. And Laurel was there. And I feel like I had better, I had a better experience with Laurel than the people at the, at the showing did. Honestly, that's what I was going to say. I think that was extremely overwhelming for her based on, you know, who we've talked to and what we know about what happened there. Like, Oh yeah, I feel like, and I'll say it, I'll say it, the hags, the hags of the fandom harassed her. Yeah, they overstepped big time. Yeah, the things that were being reported in live from London (laughs) to the folks back home. Yeah. Insane. And just the, the foolery that was going on. (laughs) The The foolery, the lies. If you were in London, please stand up. If you weren't, stay seated. I, you know what sometimes I forget about that and then I remember it and I'm like that was the funniest week of my life because they were everywhere else but London I and I would have hate to have been one of the people that almost got there and then didn't <laughs> I don't wish bad on people but some people karma karma karma's coming karma got you yeah. everyone remember your passport before you leave the house <laughs> we're gonna get canceled I'm leaving this all in I don't care please pray for us because we're still petty (laughs) it's a disease we have not been cured from (laughs) no if if anything has taught us anything this past year it's we didn't learn not to be petty (laughs) no we did not okay so anything else that was really it like that's all that's really happened since we stopped recording yeah that's like all the fandom highlights yeah um cool so I was just re-watching the last episode of season two and I was just telling Francesca before we started recording that I feel like 
I've only watched that episode once, maybe twice, because it feels very fresh. Like watching it now, it feels like new information. But yeah, here's what I think is interesting. When we look at what we know of season three now, Tina, who I love very much, but Tina is the one that asked Bet initially, are you in love with me? Mm-hmm. Then when Bet tried to follow up on that, Tina got real defensive. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to talk about it. Well, she certainly didn't want to talk about it with Carrie, like 20 feet away. Yeah. And then she shows back up at Bet's house, you know, reiterating the question. So in some ways, I feel like we have just, we are still in like Tibet season one of the original series with this behavior. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, can you guys get it together? What the fuck? We're going three episodes in now of the same question being asked when we still have no resolution. Yeah, because they kept cutting them off. And I feel like every time Bet went to say something, she was always going to say something different. And yeah. we don't know what she was going to, like, we really have no idea like what she was going to say at the party, at Alice's party, but a part of me was going to say like she was going to lie and be like no like you need to be happy and I need to be happy and like we need to move on but I think now when we get to the to the teaser that they gave us when you look at Beth's body language it's like she's almost like like she's like defeated like she just looks tired of like just having to deal with this but what I what I what a few people and I were talking about was when Beth it's the same bet's making the same face she did um she like looks up at the sky and i forgot the one time but the one time i remember is like when they're outside their house in jenny's house in season five and and tina asks are you in love with jody and she like looks up at the sky and she's just like trying not to cry and it's like she wants to lie Mm -hmm. and oh also when when she's in the trailer with tina in season five and they're just talking about like the affair like that always like looks up to the sky because like she doesn't it's like a good tell for her yep jennifer plays that well so it's a very familiar look i noticed that too and i just rewatched it the the teaser that i've seen that look from her that like 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 you said kind of defeated like she knows she can't like string along whatever mm -hmm. was going to sell before like she has to just say it yeah that's it I feel like she really was going to just spew some bullshit at the party and just to like end it all and but with the but now them face to face in the doorway it's like she can't hide it anymore she can never hide how much she loves Tina and I'm sorry but like Tina can you stop asking if Bet is in love with you like it is obvious right like we obviously don't know why they're divorced right now but I'm sure it's not because Bet stopped loving her yeah 100 percent and I guess too, it's like, Tina, I don't know like how many times you guys have to get together, break up, get back together, break up, get back together before you realize like, it's always going to be you for bet period. Yeah. Never going to be other women may come. I mean, Jennifer said it herself on the pants pod. She yeah. said, she said this, that like, mm-hmm there will be other people that come into Beth's life but it'll be Tina absolutely I mean look at the song that they ended the episode with like and the song that was playing when Tina came to the door that's what oh, yeah like. notice the line is what am I supposed to do when most of me belongs to you exactly real that's what we're all asking 
what are you what are you supposed to do well you're supposed to get back together let's make yeah. it happen. <laughs> but it's also like the line from that lap from the last song is um oh jesus what's the name of the song happy together by happy king. together but yeah i just it's the king prince version yeah. i need the exact line so i'm going to google the lyric. I, I got it right here um i can't see see me loving nobody but you for all my life I can't see me loving nobody but you for all my life. That's how it goes. Yeah. Thank you for singing that. Yeah. And no, I just want to make sure everyone knew, knew the melody. Um, <laughs> and then it's like me and you, you and me, yeah. no matter how they toss the dice, it had to be the only one for me is you and you for me. So happy together. Not a coincidence. Yeah. But I will say, and I said this when we did the recap episode, the way that it's played at the episode it's almost sounds condescending to me it's like yeah. i just it's like haha in your face you're back here again you're back at the fucking uh, front door right Ha-ha. well and so this other song that was playing um by vera blue mended mm-hmm. yes um in the they don't play the first verse but in the first verse it says thinking about us i've come undone looking back i don't know who lost or won tell me now because no one's no one ever wins i mean in any situation where you lose someone no one ever wins there's no winning when you lose someone no you both just lose right (laughs) yeah and they had to figure out a way to just kind of move forward in this very strange co-parenting type thing but see here's the deal angie's older now like once Angie is off to college, they're not going to have that like stick that, I mean, like they'll still talk. Sure. But like, Angie's not six years old, you know? Like, yeah. She's- you need to stop using that as an excuse to like, oh, like in the original series, it worked really well for them, yeah. but now it's like kind of silly because Angie's an adult. Yes, exactly. In other news, Showtime right now, you can sign up and get your first 30 days free, which is pretty standard for them. But then you can get, they're running a promo promo where you can get the next three months for $3.99, like each month. I suggest if you are in a region that you could get Showtime, I suggest getting a subscription because the way that the show gets renewed is by people watching it legally. So I'm all about, you know, <laughs> you know, listen, I love a good torrent, but the only way the show gets renewed is if people are actually watching it legally. So if you have a, if you have a way to watch it legally, please watch it legally. Yes, you should do that. And then it sounds like it will actually be not just on Showtime, but um, is it Crave that it'll be on in Canada? Yeah. Like find wherever you could watch it legally, like watch it, try to watch it that way. So, and you know, it's even, I mean, the show's only on for 10 weeks. So if you could budget that for two months, three, two and a half months, that'd be great. Especially if you could get a month for free and then like a month for $3.99, like you can get three months for $3.99 each following. So yeah, you're basically paying nothing. Exactly. So I, I, you know, you're basically paying $10 for four months of showtime. And there's a lot, I'll be honest, their movie selection slays. Yeah. It's awesome. And they have great shows. Like even the older shows that are, they do since, you know, ended, but still watch all jackets then yes I we're very that. i'm very pro showtime in my house when i was in 
high school, I really wanted to work for Showtime. Oh, is that right? That was like the dream. Like I wanted to work for Showtime. I did not want to work for the big five. I did not want to work for HBO. I wanted to work for Showtime. Hmm. And look at me now. I'm just banging at their door every day, begging for a trailer. (laughs) And so we know for sure that there'll be 10 episodes this season. Yeah, it's 10. Yeah, it's, I, I thought they said 10. I thought when it was renewed, they said 10. Because I forgot that there was only eight in season one of Gen Q. Yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Based on how things are going in this buildup, do you think that season four is likely? I think season four is likely because I feel like they need to then wrap it up. But listen, anything can happen. Shows get canceled all the time without any resolution. So... I think they'll need a season four. I think a season four is likely. I think that was kind of on the table when they renewed for season three. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think we'll most likely get a season four. Anything after that would just be lucky. Yeah. And that's not me being pessimistic. That's me being a realist. Like most shows, most shows like them end four or five seasons. So they got some, they got some questions to answer them. They do. And I, you know, I feel like they think the show can't come on unless Bet and Tina are having this big back and forth angst, but they could just be happy. And as much as we love Bet and Tina, if say there's a season five, even if they're not the front, give us, as long as they're fine, I feel like this is it. And I've said this before. If you tell me they're fine, I will watch and care about the other characters. So if you give me a season five where Bet and Tina are fine, but they're not like the main focus of the season, uh-huh. I will happily sit and watch the rest of the season and focus on someone else. Fair. Yeah. I mean, I think they do have some good storylines otherwise. No, they and they definitely will have good storylines. I just know like Showtime wants to pull the focus to younger characters or like whatever, so. And it is a very mixed bag. What I see in, what I've seen in comments on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, maybe not in so much Twitter. A lot of my Twitter is mostly like I it's mostly catered to Tibet positive. Yeah. But the other stuff I see is way more of a mixed bag of people saying like, they're toxic. This needs to end. Like this should have ended in the original series. How are they still beating a dead horse here? And then like some people are like, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of them, but like, I love to see how this all plays out. So like, they're just kind of mm-hmm. indifferent. And then of course there's us mental illness. <laughs> well, it's like funny when I go to the bars and stuff and watch the show at the bar, uh-huh. everyone would be booing to bet but then like when the preview happened where like tina asked bet like are you still in love with me and they threw it like in the promo everyone was like screaming and i said what is it what is it are you for or are you against because i see a lot of people that are excited right now <laughs> pick a lane i just hate when people say they're toxic i'm like it's fucking television it's a television show it's true and i will be interested to see if tom is really in this season much Alice's Tom because he's been in, he's got a lot going on since Gen Q ended I can't see him being in the show a lot like I really thought like they weren't this is how I really thought they were going to open season three because of the way it ended it was going to open in a time jump Alice was going to be back from her book tour no Tom Mm -hmm. Danny was going to be out of prison Gigi was going to be on the rocks Finley was going to be home from rehab her and Sophie were going to be whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how I thought. Cause like, I think like 
okay, you ended everyone in a weird place and then you could come back with a time jump and we don't necessarily have to see all those events play out. We could just hear about them in conversation. Sure. You could hear Alice at brunch talking about, you know, they could be reminiscing the book tour and like, oh yeah, Tom wanted to propose to me and I said no. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. right, right. Yada, yada, yada. Or how like, even in season one, there was this big buildup of how Tina wanted to tell Angie with Bet about the fact that she was engaged and then they just doop, scooted right past it. Exactly, because the thing with television is not everything needs to be said. Yeah. Or things can be said off camera and then it gets brought up a different way. Yeah. I mean, but they have been so incredibly hush-hush with the content they've given us versus last year. I mean, I feel like last year we saw a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, especially from Jennifer and Laurel. And this time around, yeah, it's just like nothing. Even the crew have not been posting. If anything, they just post like equipment or tents or just them. Last year, they posted way more stuff about location and not even like last year where we had a good idea of what was going to happen because none of our predictions came true. (laughs) But I felt like we just had stuff to theorize and we have nothing to theorize. We sometimes could figure out a location. And it's like when we found out about the movie theater, we were like, is it a movie premiere? Is it a first date? Are they going to take the movie theater and convert the inside into something else? Like what could it possibly be? Right. Oh, we think we're getting a musical episode though. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I've been back and forth about my excitement over it. I think people would assume I'd be excited because I like musicals, but like good musicals, (laughs) like good musical (laughs) content. Yeah. It's only going to be embarrassing for some people. I think we got plenty when we got the love shack. Um, karaoke I think that was more than enough I don't think we yeah. need to d- delve any deeper and no. we're getting a Halloween episode I am excited about that because we've never gotten a holiday episode no in, in any of the any of the episodes like from the original series or now yeah the closest we got was Angie's sixth birthday <laughs> and, and Alice's birthday technically and yes. then when Jody was like here's your birthday present to bet and it was like the watch was it a birthday present or Christmas present it was birthday they wouldn't say Christmas god yeah. forbid they said a holiday on the on the original <laughs> l word god forbid they brought up a holiday <laughs> yeah but Laurel from what we what we know and what we've heard is going to be a pretty regular oh I guess we're I thought time's up I forgot we still had <laughs> zoom get it together why do we still have caps sometimes here i thought two people was free me too oh well you have a different job so we don't got that free we don't got that good zoom. <laughs> we don't have the free account anymore <laughs> i could log into it right now i bet the password hasn't changed <laughs> um <laughs> um yeah laurel is supposed to be like a pretty regular portion of the series so we'll see her quite a bit yeah that's exciting there's well, a lot of unknowns well, I did have my little, okay, first of all, why anybody on Twitter actually believes anything that I post. I love you all so much for um, indulging me and I never want it to stop. But when I yelled about Tibet wedding, Tibet wedding, Tibet wedding, because I thought Tina, I thought Laurel had wedding hair and it was a full on fucking bug in her hair. And I thought it was a clip. <laughs> Mind you, it was like, I was tired. I was like laying in bed in the dark. It was, I was tired. <laughs> Bottom line, do not trust what Francesca's tweets say unless you fact check them. Yeah, none of this is fact checked. I could go on there and say whatever I want. It's Twitter. It's free. <laughs> I'm not a news outlet. Yes. I'm just, I'm just a gay person. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we do know. In 47 days, the show will come back November 18th. 
Um, I don't think we'll have much more to say until then, unless we get some crazy trailer, more, another sneak peek. Yeah, I think the trailer is going to drop next week. So maybe we'll be back with that. Perhaps. 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 I do want to say, because I didn't say this at the beginning, Jennifer looked absolutely scrumptious in that <laughs> teaser. Absolutely scrumptious. Yeah. I mean, Laurel looks scrumptious too, but we know I'm, but we know I'm, I'm very Jennifer centric. So yes, no, she did. She looked great. They both did. It was definitely a reshoot. They looked a lot different than they looked at last season, Mm -hmm. Um, but they looked awesome. I'm very excited to see what they're going to serve this season. Me too. I just hope, I hope we don't just get like anger and angst. Like I want, yeah. I need an array of emotions. I I want like substantial content. I want real conversation between them not this like bs of them either always getting cut off or always just being like one of them being pissed at the other one about something mostly tina being pissed at bet i think long-standing that's been what's going on since the start of gnq <laughs> yeah like i don't want like i also don't want tina like and i don't and i say this because i don't think it's fair to laurel either like i no. don't want tina just to be like constantly yelling at bet because first of all bet <coughs> excuse me has not really done anything and Tina's just flying off the handle. And if Bet has done something, like if there is something outrageous that happened that caused them to get a divorce or ended their marriage to begin with, then tell us. Otherwise, exactly. it just looks like Tina is spending every moment nagging on Bet for things that are unknown to us as a fandom. Exactly. We deserve to know. We deserve the truth. We do. We're truthers. <laughs> Yikes. So... <laughs> This is um all things to bet of whatever episode, whatever season, I don't know. I'll figure it out and we'll get back on track. Yeah. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. And we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon.